now to the message I bring. Hear ye now the words I give thee, and ye shall be raised from the darkness to light. Far in the past, when first I came to thee, found I thee in caves of rocks, lifted I thee by my power and wisdom, until thou didst shine as men among men. I found I thee without any knowing, only a little were ye raised beyond beasts. Fanned I ever the spark of thy consciousness, until at last ye flamed as men. Now shall I speak to thee knowledge, ancient beyond the thought of thy race. Know ye that we of the great race had and have knowledge that is more than man's. Wisdom we gained from the starborn races, wisdom and knowledge far beyond man. Down to us had descended the masters of wisdom, as far beyond us as I am from thee. Listen ye now while I give ye wisdom, use it and free thou shalt be. Know ye that in the pyramid I built are the keys that shall show ye the way unto life. are listening to our Mystica podcast, astrally projected in a space station near the Orion star system and a nebula that is not known to man. This is our Mystica podcast, Planet Earth Radio for the Soul. I'm your host, Jared. Welcome to our Mystica podcast. Our Mystica podcast, a spiritual podcast about spirituality and stuff and things and cool stuff. Uh, where are you at in your spiritual center? Is it about um, the organization of our society into greater heights of itself? Or is it just the individual self to master the improvement of yourself? And I'm going to keep saying self and redundantly say self as many times as possible because maybe that's what it's about. Maybe it's about just uh, the subjectivity of everything that is and always will be and ever was in the internal now moment of our solar galactica of Milky Way galaxy. You know how everything affects everything? You know how, you know, you heard of the chaos theory? You heard of the butterfly effect? Well, just imagine, if you will, that you found a sproutling and it was a seed in the ground of planet Earth. And you saw the seed and you nurtured the seed. You watered it. Maybe you gave it some sort of um, nourishing uh, food, plant food, to grow its leaves. And it one day became a great tree, became a huge tree. And this tree provided enough oxygen in the area, enough rich oxygen for more flora to grow. And that growth made life possible in some sort of deserted area and now that deserted area is a flourishing city of culture and this flourishing city created some kind of new technological advancement in the mind's eye where people are now able to levitate because of some sort of tibetan tumo exercise combined with some sort of sufi dancing 
And so if you like twirl yourself around and you um, vibrate your pineal gland in a certain way, you can levitate. And so now levitation is possible and now airplanes are obsolete and the carbon uh, neutrality is not a thing that anyone thinks about anymore because it's just a given granted fact that um, the earth stays in natural balance and world peace has become a thing because of this levitation because now people are too excited to levitate to want to shoot guns anymore. Guns are super boring. People are super bored of guns. They just melt all the guns into some sort of, I don't know, space materials, like space station material. And everything is awesome, and astral projection is becoming a cool new rad thing that people are uh, getting into instead of um, uh, rape, for example. People are not into rape anymore. They're more into astral projecting themselves and having astral sex instead of rape, because rape is boring and stupid. And so this is the cool new edge of the universe that we are exploring on planet Earth now, thanks to the spiritual beings. And it's way cooler than that. It's way more nicer than the, what I'm making it sound like. I'm making it sound like it's some sort of materialistic endeavor. But no, it's actually way cooler than my vibrational sound complex can make it out to be. This is our Mystica podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Jaren. And uh, I haven't made a solo podcast in a while because I've been... Delving once again, of course, into the demonic realms where I visit the demonic demonic uh, entities and converse with them and say, hey, how's it going? Why are you so paranoid? Yeah, Freemasonry? Um, sure. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, do you know what it's all about? Because I certainly do. And um, I'm not saying there's no demons in that realm, but I'm not saying there isn't. Because there certainly is angelic forces everywhere. In fact, we're all angels. Can you imagine that, planet Earth? We're all angels. We're all angelic beings that kind of have a veil of uh, ignorance. Well, there's a better word. A veil of forgetfulness. That's a way better word. Ignorance makes us sound like we're stupid. But we're not stupid. If we're all um, human beings, here's how I define it. I define myself as everybody else. So if I say someone else is stupid, then that's saying I'm stupid. And why would I call myself stupid? So there's one cell in the planet Earth. That's you. You're the individual. You're the one who commands your individual soul to... Whatever you want to do, if you want to relax and chill out and just kind of spin your wheels, that's perfectly okay in this realm because that's a kind of a balancing a neutral state. If you want to be negative, well, you'll have to pay the consequences of that. You'll have to pay the blood karma of that particular negativity. So just keep that in mind so you don't have to, you know, keep in blood debt, so to speak, in blood karma and instead move your way to some sort of light world, some sort of wizardry magician world where you can astral project your soul into the Elysium fields of awesome planets. So I spent some time in this uh, meditative state, and I was communicating with many entities, a person of the past in England that I would like to see again. And the Dalai Lama came into me, and he was in some sort of... 
I don't know. It was it was crazy. I can't even talk about it because how real was it? Um, very less real than you, you one would hope. But it, it can be as real as you need it to be for you to like go through your life. Surely you connect to realities that are more real in some other time frame, some sort of other dimension of frequency. And so you like connect to those realms for your more relevant, earthly, grounded realm to be easier, to, to be easier to manage. And then eventually, I guess you won't need those to connect to those kind of fantasy realms anymore. And you can kind of live in the earthly realm and then go back and forth between the two. Because for sure, friends, UFOs are flying in the sky. Every single day, there's a UFO flying in the sky, looking, surveying planet Earth, seeing how close are they to the world peace, how close are they to understanding the universal principles that the hippies laid out in the 60s and the 70s with their music and their hip and hopping and Woodstock and, and their dancing around the fires and flames of the eternal human spirit. Their eternal human spirit, which can come and go, friends. It can be doused by our our poisonous negativity that wants to say that we're all dumb and stupid and no one's ever getting anything. And yeah, certainly something like that happens uh, every now and again. You get, you get tricked by yourself and you, I don't know, you get scammed out of money or something gets stolen and it feels like, dang, everything is lost. But it's just another cycle. It's just another cycle that you have to go through um, to realize more of yourself. That's all I can say. It sounds pretty redundant to say it like that, but certainly that's what it is. You can't like push it under the rug and say it's like something bad and it's always going to be bad because then how do you grow from that? How do you transcend that? How do you find the positive, the light? That says everything's going to be okay. You're going to be um, compensated for this negative action in the future. You're going to compensate other people with your story or something like that. And so it uh, it all goes around. It all spirals upward into ascension, friends. Sweet, sweet, loving ascension. Like the Christ person. Hey, it's coming Christmas time. Uh, the Buddha, the, the all the other ascended uh, master, Pew Krishna, Saint Germain, he did something with the thing in America and all the cool stuff. All those cool, masterful people, um, were they like human? I think so. I think they were all human, and maybe they were more than that. Because maybe they've been into other cosmic schools before this one. And so they kind of knew they would be ascended masters anywhere they went to because they've made so many connections, cosmic connections before. I don't know. It's kind of cool to think about how, I don't know, you see anyone in history, you see anyone in today, modern time, and you say, you could look up to them and say, how, I wish I could be like that. Why am I not? as great as that person or that person but then you look into yourself and you can kind of see where your individuality greatness lies and what you're improving upon and building upon and you see where you were like just 
20, 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, maybe even one year ago. And you can see how you've improved upon yourself and how you've been able to transcend limitations and break free. And then you look back and you say, well, then why do I still have the same problems? Why do I still have the same troubles, the same sufferings or uh, things like that? And that's not exactly true. You got to look back again and say, actually, it's way different now. I have more consciousness now. I have more freedom now. I have the more ability to manipulate the central locus of my reality into a centerpiece of spiritual lotus blossoming where people around me are friendlier because I exhibit the friendliness that I desire to see. So then, yeah, reality becomes better as a result. And then you meet other people that also are doing the same thing. It's called spirituality, friends. It's deep, dude. This is the thing. This is the thing that will be trending in the future when it gets harder and harder to be more sincere and to be nice and to to be a human being. It just becomes harder because we're being pressurized by the cosmic energies that desire us to look within, that desire us to evolve quicker and quicker because the vibrations of the planet Earth of war and destruction and disease is not a fun thing for other cosmic entities to experience even in a little bit. They don't want to experience like, imagine, a, I don't know, a shark is like ripping through a dolphin in the sea and then that blood permeates in the ocean. It permeates pretty far. It's uh, The blood will go through many miles and the scent can be picked up by other sharks from many miles away, I think. I don't really know the scientific uh, data on that, but I'm pretty sure if you look it up, it's a long-ass distance that you will be shocked and amazed at how much that blood permeates. And I imagine it's the same in the cosmic spheres. When anyone, like, I don't know, gets drone-bombed or shot with a rifle or... You know, I, there was like some shootings and stuff today. And I, I know you. Do, if you're listening to spiritual podcasts, you don't want to hear that stuff. And that's perfectly perfect. All right. You don't need to. Just know that it's still happening. And it's going to be happening no matter how much you shut it out. Um, and there's nothing you need to do about it except for be aware that it's still happening. So that you can be nicer and more meditative and see what you can do to solve it. In whatever garden you're living in at the moment, maybe it's uh, voting in a way that's more compassionate, toward, more more fearless. Voting in a more fearless way, what does that look like? I think it means to demilitarize. Is that a word that I just made up? Demilitarize. <laughs> demilitarize. How... Um, Bold do you have to be to defund the military and the police force and be like, no, we're going to stand for peace. So that's an interesting factoid. I don't know. Think about it uh, because that's usually all what anyone feels they're doing that's helping is by voting. And I totally understand why now because it it feels like, uh, you know, gaining money and like sending money to people is a very small amount of effort, but if you have a collective force 
that wins a particular agreement on a collective level in a, let's say, one of the most powerful nations on planet Earth in terms of our military strength and our, that, yeah, that, that, that alone is what dominates certain negative actions. You would say that uh, deciding something better would be a more powerful result for planet Earth. And some people will say, no, it's deeper than that. It's, it's more than that. And I totally understand that as well. It's It goes deeper than that. It goes further than that. It, it goes into all aspects of planet Earth. And so, why not join it all together into a single unitary force of willpower to be compassionate. Compassion, friends, it's the number one topic in the spiritual world because it's still needed. It's still needed everywhere. There's like dumps you know, dumps, I don't know, uh, trash dumps, heaps of trash. How do, how do we labor? How, how do we have compassion for labor? Because we don't want to labor anymore. I thought that's why we had scientific advances. I thought that's why we have these robots. Aren't, aren't we supposed to just issue everyone a robot, like a labor robot? Just, like, program that robot to, like, do all the work for us? Anyway, uh, it's an intriguing future for us. And so that's why we're here. Now I can talk about my life uh, more uh, to keep it centered and grounded on something that's less collective and more individual. So you can go from the microcosm, or the macrocosm of the collective consciousness to the cosmic consciousness, all the way down to the microcosm of your individual blog life. Hey, whoa, what's your blogging going? Did you look at a tree today? So even those things can be significantly powerful. I know there's a lot of people out there that have to can't really find jobs in this society and as a result have to live with their parents or their friends or a family member of some some kind because it's just too difficult to work into the 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 job market and so the the girlfriend, guy friend thing is really hard for them. And the whole uh, adulting thing is extremely difficult for these individuals. And my soul star chakra, my heart's soul star. There's got to be something above the soul star chakra. I don't know what it is. I didn't even look this up yet. I don't even know how they define soul star chakra. But like, there's got to be like 20 billion chakras and like soul star chakra is like number 17 or something anywho that goes out to all these people that and that's why you're listening to this podcast and if not if you have a job and you're doing perfectly well and fine and good you still are going to understand what i mean from this because you still have struggles in that same environment i know everyone does and that's why everything you do is, is supremely significant. If you think of in terms of, first of all, of the planet, just in the planetary terms, talking with someone can can move them into a more positive action. Just be nice to someone can move them to more positivity for just that day. And then that day can lead to a week of positive. And then the week can lead to a month and into a year of positive actions. 
just because you decided to transmute all that negativity within you in a single bound and be like, I'm deciding to be positive today. Why? Because I that's what I desire of the world. I don't care I was scammed out of $100 by some Instagram lady that was really nice to me and she gave me friendly advice and said that she was going to um, be with me in... All I had to do was give her a gift card. I can't believe how many times I've been bamboozled by Instagram ladies that are living super close to me and want to be in a hotel and give me um, friendly, nice, comforting bliss. And all I have to do for them is give them a gift card. And then I think like, oh, dang, that's... Why wouldn't I automatically assume that as a scam? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I did it the first time. And the second time, I'm like, hmm, I have to buy him a gift card. That's all I have to do in order to... So anyway, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen to the best of us because we're lonely, we're disconnected, and we're trying to find ways to connect again. And I think it's possible with certain people... I think there is a certain um, portion of, I, I, want, I don't want to say conformity, but integration is a way better word. Integrating with the society as it is in having your bliss be integrated with the bliss of society, which is a formal, super formal. It's like the most formal God dang thing. I wish I said a better word than gosh dang because that sounded really weird but uh garsh gork dang thing it's a gorkish dang thing that you've ever seen in your life is the formality that we have to put on in this society the suits the ties the people the the formalities when you sit down at a table who do you talk to and all the kinds of formalities in societies to not look weird to not look awkward it all exists, and at the same time, people are lightening up about it. They're having um, accommodations. I just talked with some great people that were trying to help me find a job and stuff like this that, of course, I didn't want to do, and I still don't want to do, and I still don't think I'm going to do. Any game design? Hey, Game Grumps, uh, catch me a call. Uh, I sent you my resume can I, can I play music for you? Anyway, that's the kind of idealism I'm at right now. And so they said that some job environments are accommodating to people and they'll give you more break time or they understand if you have um, too much social bubbling up energy when you're near people and so you have to like air out a bit. And I think that's kind of cool. And certainly it just seems like it could do more. Like we could always do more and more and more for each other. But we, um, there's many people that are more self-centered, so to speak. I guess that's the positive way of saying it. That want more for themselves. And that makes so much sense to me right now. I'm listening to all this, these uh, spiritual books that are telling me how to manifest. And that's the term we use, and that's how people have won the Powerball, or I don't know. They make a business that's really good, and I want to th assume it's all positive, and I do, 
because it seems like they definitely uh, make a business out of positivity and people want to work for them because they are positive and they are accommodating. And I don't know how it is that people get businesses that aren't accommodating and people just spiral around these negative, dark, black magician, magician, magician towers. I guess a magician is the new cool way of saying magician. Magician is like how how do we how do people work for McDonald's and how is McDonald's is still a thing? I don't understand how McDonald's is still a thing in 2023. I don't get it. It makes no sense to me because I've been out of that whole hell realm for years now and people are still every day they go up they feel like terrible. They feel terrible whether they're working for McDonald's or whether they just decide to eat at McDonald's for a day. Maybe it's been months and they say like, I'm going to eat at McDonald's today. I deserve a happy meal. I don't get it. I don't get why you would want to, uh, once, once you know how fire burns your skin, I don't understand why you would want to go and dive back into it. But Every day, people wake up and they say, I need McDonald's. And then they get sick in the stomach. They have some sort of cold disease thing, some sort of covid thing or zootropic disease. And they're like, what's this? How'd this come about? Oh, oh, and bubbling around. And I understand you're confused. And I understand that McDonald's tastes great for you. It's like a happy dopamine burst. How do you break free from a from that kind of cycle? Uh, you just have to find better restaurants, I guess. There's other restaurants that are just as good as McDonald's. There was a... Um, in the UK, there was a place called Mr. Charlie's that was like a frowny face that was like the opposite of McDonald's that was just selling all vegan food. That would be a better choice than McDonald's because you're getting plant foods... Instead of the meats and the zootropic diseases that you're going to get, the parasites you're going to get from the meats. So it's a more spiritual thing. People put that, those things centers up in their businesses. Yeah, they probably pay poorly. It's probably not the best business environment. But guess what? They're selling food that's healthier for you. So it's you have this free will decision now. That you can transcend by just making a, like a simple, oh, it's 10 minutes further away and it costs a little bit more money. But spiritually speaking, it's for your soul. It's soul food for you now. They got all kinds of vegan places around here. There's a place called Maddie's. I'm going to go there tomorrow. I just forgot about them. And I want to go up there tomorrow because they make great vegan food. Yeah, it's like junk food. It's like junk vegan food, but damn, is it better than McDonald's? If you have a choice of going to Maddie's in KC, if you're in the Kansas City area, I don't know, you could be anywhere in the world, and there's probably going to be, you can Google a vegan restaurant, and there's going to be one that you're like, oh, snap, I didn't realize I could be eating plant foods instead of the uh, slaughterhouse foods. And it will sustain you slightly more better. You'll you'll have a lighter feeling in your body. You will grow lighter. We're supposed to be eating lighter. Anyway, this is uh, the ascension of planet Earth we're talking about. Everything's connected, of course. 
How is this connected to the bloodlust in Israel right now? Uh, I'll tell you in uh, a couple years from now, you'll understand a little better. Let's say uh, about four years from now, you'll really understand why plant foods are more important than meat-based foods. But for now, just you'll have to take my word for it. And so this is the kind of things we're endeavoring to do. I've been attempting to meditate. Haven't been able to meditate recently because of my visit to the Demon Lords has kind of put me off kilter. But there's always, anytime, anywhere, you need a moment for yourself, you can meditate. I was at a gym and dang, I was feeling super self-conscious. I was like ultra hypersensitive to everyone and every every bun, everyone and every bun and everything around me. Well, I was hypersensitive to people and I just had to talk with people. I just, I, I don't know why I was there. I was like, I, I need to talk. And sometimes in order for me to talk, I talk to myself first. And I just say, I need to talk to someone. I need to talk to someone. Hello, hello. I, I literally do this. I say like, hello, hey, how, how's it going? How, hey, whoa, whoa. Because you know they don't want to talk with you. They're, they want to be in their own bubble space. But when you start talking with someone, usually they do want to talk with you. They, it breaks up their monotony and they, they have a special uh, a moment with a human being, a special connection where it's actually something interesting happened during their day because a, a human being actually broke the free will contract of whatever the heckin' timeline they were rolling on and was able to kind of like discuss the universe with them on another level. I always talk about politics or UFOs or spirituality or something crazy to just put them off a little bit in a different direction so that maybe their Google search terms will change a little bit and their algorithm will change just slightly based upon my words just repeating certain words to people, just like, just repetitively, just saying the same words over and over again. That's kind of why this podcast exists. Spiritual, self, consciousness, love, light. Those kinds of words really need to outplay all those other words that you've heard about so much. Because then uh, the things that need to sell will sell. And then the things that need to transcend monetary financing will transcend monetary financing. Uh, yeah, so I break up their flow and I just say like, hey, what's that? Whoa, hey, I'm making a video game. I'm doing, I'm advertising myself right now. I don't know. It's just something interesting. I will, and then I get overflowed with energy and I just sat in the lobby, cross-legged, shoes off, and I just said, I need to meditate now. I need to connect with, I don't know, some other non-physical energies in the middle of a freaking lifetime gym fitness center where people are walking by, staring at me, seeing that I'm cross-legged. I just, it doesn't matter to me. I'm in that. I'm already in a state of chaos. I might as well be in a state of chaos. I prefer to be in, which is sitting cross-legged. I remember going to India with a group of people, and I guess the social energy was such where I, in the middle of the conversation with people, I just sat cross-legged and closed my eyes. And yeah, that was a bit awkward. And maybe I could have like 
excused myself and found a corner or a tree to do that in. But, you know, you do whatever you need to do. You do whatever you want to do. And everyone will eventually get it. More, more and more people are understanding how it's happening. How our social batteries are being drained so quickly. And how we need to recharge by doing weird things. Maybe it's humming and singing and oming, toning. Oh. Oh. Maybe you have to put uh, music on while you're listening to me. Maybe you have to breathe through your right nostril and then out and close your right nostril with your right thumb and then exhale out your left nostril. Maybe you have to do these things that the Vedic people were talking about. Maybe you have to stretch your arms in the middle of the day while listening to this maybe you have to do yoga maybe you have to listen to this with your family and you can't keep it a secret and it's like you really need your family to listen to this because your family doesn't understand what you are and then you need to stop and pause and be like what do you think about what he just said there because it'll open you up to new possibilities and new openness and then your family will understand you or maybe you will understand your family more or whatever. I don't know. It's all what it is. It's all here. And I do know. I said I don't know. I do know, friends. I said I don't know for your situation. But for my situation? Oh, I know. Oh, I know in every moment. And when I don't know, then that means it's an opportunity to know. Anyway, this is our Miska Podcast. Let's take a quick loop-de-loop, and then I'll get back to recording more of this at another day, I guess. I don't know. I'll get around to it. Thanks for listening. thing ever i was parked in my car and i was attempting to find the something to do and i was just doing boring things like going to the store and buying food because i couldn't find anything else to productively do because i didn't want to do anything productive not this week not this month and not this year i wanted to relax and do boring things and on my phone Holy sinner, Instagram me, three hands, 
three hands in a wavy motion, like the wave emoji. And when I saw that, nothing occurred to me except for that was kind of cool. And that kind of coolness sparked this conversation, this podcast. It sparked the idea of art and the idea of how do you go about creating art that's like really um, good art and meaningful art to people? Because I know uh, if you – I always mention this and I will always mention this. When I saw the Saw movie, the torture movie, I was freaked out for infinity lives. It took me infinity lives to get over how brutal that movie was to my consciousness to have to realize that, damn, human mutilation is a thing. So, you know, people make art like this and it's a catharsis for them. I know there's several artists. I couldn't think of all of them. But I know, like, for example, the dude that made American Psycho made that as a catharsis. The person who channels Bashar made a bunch of horror movies and that was his catharsis. I made Path of Vidya. That has a bit of a horror element to it. I did that for a catharsis. But damn, I wonder if there's a way to... And then I also have this like sexual fetish thing that I did for a catharsis. And now I'm quitting that. And I'm quitting all negative art styles. Because I don't want to spread that into the universe anymore. I want to spread the Elysium iridescent... Radiant glow of eternity, the real eternity, the true eternity, the one true eternity that blisses out on the cosmic serum of juice, serum of serums. The serum that if you've shot up with it, you would be in a bliss flow for days on end, not caring what the heck happened to your physical body. You could walk on hot coals and still be in bliss. You could be eaten by a shark. And you would be in bliss. This is the kind of cosmic flow I'm talking about. And so I want that to be the idealization, the idol, the the idealist um, way. And so I don't know. I feel like that means I have to put more of that art out there. And what is the best type of art to do? What definitions of words do we really want to do another diablo-esque art style where it's the good versus the evil where it's angels versus demons or is there something else that can transcend that idea that we can like look towards and so i'm making a new game called nethermost and it's uh about the lowest becoming the highest and the lowest being also known as the highest a card game and that game won't is not going to come out for many years but i'm working on it now and i'm podcasting it to accelerate that endeavor and so the idea is the intertwining of those negative positive principles into just a single bliss i don't know a single pleasure what could it be it's something that is positive and has no negative imagery to it and is that even exciting to people does anyone even want that uh i trust they will in the future and that's why i'm making it now i just heard a mario like green tube thing going doot 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 in my mind's eye that was kind of weird do I have to like calm down now because i heard a like a mario sound in my head or because it wasn't really like 
visceral. It, it just like I imagined it. Anywho, that's what I'm working on right now is the idea of how to make art a positive thing. Now, whatever art you make in the past, I don't think you can judge anybody for art made in the past. And I know there was, like, all this, like, negative art stuff that, you know, like, goth music and uh, metal music that maybe caused a lot of kids to do dangerous things. And I don't think you can even judge people for that because it's, like, that's their that was their catharsis. Of course, there is ways to create better, and that's what I'm trying to solve in my mind's eye right now. I just want to create better stuff. I just want my words to not be mistaken or mistranslated like the good old Bible or any holy scripture that's just been used as a method of war for whatever reason just because it uses the word God. Uh, there can't, there's got to be a better way. There's, there, there has to be. There, we have to make it. Music, art, culture... We can improve upon it. We can always improve upon it. And many people would be like, no, that's that's what's destroying the freedom that we have to do all these things. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But if you want the earth to improve itself, you would have to improve yourself. And so it begins with the self, always the subjective. And so it's the same idea as in business. If you want a business to improve, you would have to make people over profits and all that stuff and so it's a really cool endeavor to go with the soul instead of just a a number next to your name or anything like fame money uh, you know this is spiritual 101 basically none of that stuff matters all that matters is what happens in the soul and that's only for you to judge and discern for yourself and it's pretty easy to do when you know what you want in the world, when you know what you want more love and compassion, you just reflect that in yourself. And it doesn't matter what anyone says or what number they put on you, because in the end, you will have that change. And maybe like when you die and get into like a life review or something, maybe you'll be able to see it on a grander scale. Because I know for now, it's just going to be like an invisible scale that you're kind of measuring with yourself. And it almost seems useless and pointless, but that won't always be the case, my sweet, loving, cosmic friend. It's very possible that you will have a moment in your soul timeline where you will see the fruits of your soul labor. So keep that in mind when you do what you do. When you're nice to people, keep up with it, even if it seems like everyone is nagging you. You keep up with the positivity, keep up with the spirituality, it will change. It will reflect a greater chromatic light beyond your earthly perception because you can only perceive the density you're at and you can only perceive the collective level that we're at. We're all like in this together kind of thing. We're all in this web, so we can't surpass one another only on certain individual scalings, but can we... surpass one another in some sort of dimensional rift kind of way where we're like i don't know one person's now like manipulating matter and everyone else is like in squalor no we're all in a kind of similar uh dimensional learning frequency here and so well i don't know maybe one can't 
but only on small scales. So anyway, yeah, keep that in mind. It's still useful information to, to keep in mind what I just said. Even though it's in, in smaller scalings, it's probably not as true, but on a collective level, it's we, you, you, we, we, we need each other. We will need each other. We will need all our reflections because there, there's reasons. Trust me. Uh, see my Hollow's Eve podcast for more insight onto the matter. Onto the matter. Okay, I'm, I need to take another break. So, okay, in terms of what you do in your day-to-day reality to grow into more positivity, there's many methods. You can do the Eckhart Tolle method, which is stem from Barry Long and certain Vedic non-thought principle where you just stop your thought. And when you stop your thought, then you're in the moment and you're present. You're with the air. You're with the grass. You're with the moment. And that can be pretty good, but then you kind of get bored of that because you're in the same kind of environment and it's dirty and then you're like wondering why would I want to stay within this moment. It just depends on how well you can do that exercise because if you're really in the moment, it doesn't matter what anything looks like. You're going to enjoy it. But at the same time, you can also use positive thinking. I've been doing this where I just, in my head, talk with myself on a new level. Now, I know enlightenment is beyond this format. Enlightenment, you had no need for any method. If you obtain enlightenment, you have no need for a method. You're already good. So that's the whole purpose of spirituality, is to obtain the method of no method. And so you can do various methods of ohms, chants, mantras, meditation, positive thinking, um, channeling, mediums, astral projecting, lucid dreaming, dancing, singing, any activity, sports or otherwise, yoga, to obtain to that state of being. So whatever do you can do your highest passion your highest excitement in any given moment to lead you to that delicious Elysium goal, that effulgence that glows a glowless glow, a glow beyond glow. And so what I've been doing recently has been willing my thoughts. So you can will your thought to no thought, which seems to work most of the time. It's a great thing when you're on trains or airplanes and you're listening to music it's great to have no thoughts come about because then you're just sensing everything in perfection but when your thoughts it doesn't seem like stopping thought has any effect on anything then you can will your thought to the future in the future world peace will be abound there will be contact with extraterrestrials and then you can make it to a more near future. I'll win the lottery. I'll do something. I'll 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 be on stage. I don't know. This is just the thing I I want to do. What's the thing you want to do? I will be at a concert and it'll be really fun. I'll be with friends and I'll make a D and D campaign. 
I will um, make a sport team or I'll join a sport team. You just do any thought you need of the future that you want to do. I want, I'll play paintball. I'll do some of that. How, and then you might lead yourself to be like, well, I don't have the money for that. I don't have the time for that. Then just assume that you will have the time and you will make the time and you'll make the money for it in the future. And it can really help you. Um, lead you into a, a preferable state of being where now you were sad because you thought the moment was being trapped into the circumstances you were trapped in. And now you believe you will be freed from those circumstances in, in a very quick time frame. So I've been doing this. It's just positive thinking. It's uh, the uh, principles of manifestation and law of attraction really help here. I've been going deep into that realm because I wanted to manifest a lottery win. And now I don't really know. Now I'm really in a, like a neutral state of mind where I'm just in the moment. But for sure, that's still part of what I do. And a lot of people will be like, how is that spirituality? And again, spirituality is all things, friends. It's all things. It's definitely enlightenment, first and foremost. But how does one obtain enlightenment with zero dollars and zero cents in perfect poverty if they don't have a way to get to their guru or their meditation teacher or their next step, their next stage, their next person they have to talk to? They have to ride a bus or a train or something somewhere. They have to travel somewhere and have to take a quest somewhere. And not necessarily. Some people can obtain to what they need to obtain to in their poverty. And so it it's, goes both ways all the time. If you have no money or a lot of money, it's just what do you desire in the moment. If you desire no money, that's a perfect place to be. And I always tell people that. You've, if you transcended money for realsies and you just like whatever you get have right now, then you've obtained to it. You have transcended it already, and then you have no worries and no concern, and so you're fine. You're perfectly fine. But if you grow a desire to travel to, to other places, to live in one of those hotels, that the fancy hotels with the huge pillars and the nice lights and the room service and all that stuff, maybe it's just a small desire that you don't necessarily want to happen, that you don't need to happen for your fulfillment in life. But if it were to happen, you would be more than satisfied with the results kind of thing. So that's positive thinking. Uh, meditation in these states of being, you can lead yourself to a really positive, excited state and then meditate in non-thought to sleep. Some people need help sleeping and meditation can really help with that. To just stop your thought right before bed, you can really cure any kind of insomnia. And so then you can actually uh, allow yourself to have the energy for the next day. These are the kinds of things that would really help in the future to alleviate the energies of your soul to the higher and higher, more refined states of being. The better ones that you can obtain too. And so what, what is the goal? What is the goal? It's the goal is whatever, of course, you want it to be. Whatever it is you feel you need it to be. And, of course, the um, unspoken goal is spirituality. It's this 
uh, nice factor. It's this this golden principle that we're all ascribing to and that we all secretly um, think about, not, not think about, but all secretly desire within ourselves is to some kind of earthly improvement. But then people say, well, it's not about improvement because improvement has always led to the same thing, the same kind of woe, the same kind of negativity. And so that makes sense too. So it's more than that. It's more than improvement. It's more than um, advancing. It's more than progress. It's beyond those kinds of realms into just a stable neutrality or not even neutrality wouldn't be the best word, but a stable positivity. And again, positivity wouldn't be a good enough word to discuss this. And this is where we get into Zen, where we have to out-define each other because the definitions pale in comparison to the reality of what we speak of. The reality of what we speak of is beyond all definitions. And now we're into the Zen portion. The blue moon drifts across the sailless sky. In the night sky, the stars dazzle a blue light. The blue scales in comparison of the great green dragon. The green dragon bellows across the eastern sea and drifts upon the core of the sun. The core of the sun speaks of the mystery. The mystery speaks of the cosmic drift. Where's the cosmic drift? It's in your mind's eye right now. Let's uh, take a moment for a meditation. I don't know. I really went into many directions and my pineal gland is sparking right now. It's sparking. I went too far in many directions. Forgive me. Let's heal those right now. If you got sparked in your pineal gland and you're still listening to this somehow, let's heal those sparks Right now, take a moment, take a deep breath. Deep, universal breath. In and out. Three times. Sense your blood and your chi as one force. Sense everything in your universe as goodness. Sense your purpose in life, what you've been endeavoring to do and what you continue endeavor to do as completely 100%, 200%, 1000% meaningful for planet Earth's evolving nature. Breathe in enough so your pineal gland vibrates. Sense your heart chakra and the compassion of beings that are more compassionate than you are. That are helping other people because that's their endeavor and that's their purpose. Breathe in three universal breaths 
and feel their love to you. Feel the love of masters that are meditating in hills in silence, waiting for humans to evolve. Sense their energy and give energy to their cause, to their endeavor. Feel their energy and you can give them energy you can give them the sensation of bliss as they give you the sensation of bliss three more universal breaths and then we'll stay in silence for a full minute Thank you for listening to our Mystica Podcast. I will join you in the next iteration. Go to my website, jaronfun.com, J-A-R-O-N, fun, F-U-N-D.com, and check out my writing, my content, play my video games. Watch my live stream every Saturday and occasionally uh, across the week at random locations. Where I will play video games and do some spiritual tarot readings for you and whatever you need. Contact me if you want to be on the podcast for any reason or if you want to do anything else, collaborate in any other means. I would love to collaborate with you. Uh, get a hold of me, Game Grumps. Come on. I want to join you. I want to join your endeavor. Music and otherwise, everything else is good. Just uh, keep within you the spirit of enlightenment. Shit. <laughs>